You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation, discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Isaac with the VOR Radio Show. Welcome to our broadcast. Welcome to our next program. If you hadn't had a chance to go and listen to our latest programs, our latest podcasts, then I would urge you to go so you can understand where we're at right now. We just did This Means War, Operation Great Awakening. We combined the Watchman Report, which is going to be our prophecy news outlet, and the VOR radio show. Two different things combining together. We're seeing revival and prophecy. Evangelistic prophetic ministry come together where we have the intel of what's going on and then we're going to launch it to where we can go and see souls come to the Lord. This is evangelistic outreach that is taking place. My thought was I was going to get it done in October, but there's just so much to do and I'm just one person. I'm as Lord, you're going to have to send me reinforcements. You're going to have to send me people that understand how valuable and important these things are. And we need an army to come together to help. We have a VOR report to do. We have the VOR radio show, books to write. We have strategic things to get done. Media messengers, which is going to be something I'm going to be releasing. I'm telling you, we're on a record pace here. But I can only do so much, and that is why I did a program called Building Networks and Secession, where the Lord is going to connect people together to begin working together. Too many churches are working by themselves, and we haven't connected together because we can't work together because we got so much division that there is no unity. We need to understand and throw out what we want to do and do what God wants to do. This is what we're up doing right here at the VOR radio show. So I'm going to talk today about something, a blueprint that the Lord gave me back in 2016. And I was like, I just put it on hold because I was like, nobody wanted to hear about it. So I just let it go. I called it Watch and Pray America, calling America to pray for the next great prayer revival. And I put out the word, I put out a video I put out announcements and everything, and hardly anybody made a response to it. And I asked the Lord, why does it take for people to realize how important it is to unify and come together to pray? I mean, we can't get together to pray. We have a problem. But it was during this time, this week, I believe it was Saturday, when this thing began to take place in Israel. Something just began to stir in me so strong. It was almost like, The way we're seeing the natural war on Israel, we're also going to see a spiritual war in the church at the same time. But God is equipping us because it means war. It's a declaration of war. Because what we have today is we don't have people that can discern the signs of the times. Do you know the times you're living in? Can you discern what is going on? Do you know what God is saying? Do you know what we need to do? Or are you just occupying space? We have too many prophetic words 
It's like the weatherman. We're given prophetic words like the weatherman gives the weather report. They get predictions, but they're not really hearing from God. But I'm telling you this, there's a changing of the guard as God's plan and, and strategy are being released for this crucial hour. It's taken me years to arrive at this point and to know my place in his end time plan. The end times are not coming. The end times are here. I just did a 14-part series audio on the fall feasts. Yeah, the fall feasts. Because I believe that these seasons that we're in, when we see all of these prophetic things erupt, we see end-time prophecies manifest during these fall feasts, these fall seasons. They're called God's appointed time. They're the things that happen on God's calendar, not man's. Okay, I want to talk about Operation Great Awakening. What is Operation Great Awakening? Have you noticed that within the last two or three decades, many generals of the faith have gone to be with the Lord? Or Roberts, Steve Hill, Ron Hardbunke, Jack Van Impe, Morsarello, a lot of the prophetic voices like Bob Jones, Lauren Sanfield, R.W. Scheinbach, the list goes on and on and on. They were the generals of the faith. They were the, the ones who led the attacks. Where are the generals today? It is time that the Lord commissions a new changing of the guard. New generals are going to rise up in this day. We're in a new era right now. We're in a new time when new generals are rising up. If you ever want to read a prolific writer of the prophetic, her name is Jennifer LeClaire. Jennifer LeClaire was a journalist, and she's also a prophetic voice. She was with Charisma Magazine, Charisma News, and now she has a ministry, Jennifer LeClaire Ministries, and she's written several books on the prophetic. But she has a book that I just happened to read called Decoding the Mysteries of Heaven's War Room. This was a powerful book. But it lined up with Operation Great Awakening. You see, when the Lord wants to do something, he starts confirming it again. He starts pulling that vision again. He starts revealing it, and he puts the motion and momentum back again, and it starts rolling again. It starts moving. In a vision in this book, she saw a room in heaven where Jesus was gathered with the angels and a cloud of witnesses. They were having strategy plans, and sending out assignments to angels and the anointing of new generals of the faith. This was the end times war. Bill Heyman, he had a vision of a spiritual world war three, a spiritual world war three, and that this is going to take the whole body of Christ to be in alignment, to get in their places, because what was coming was going to be, be an all-out assault. Just like there's been an assault in Israel, there's going to be an assault against God's people. And as I'm reading it, it described a lot of the vision that the Lord gave me in 2016. And then it hit me. God is putting his prophetic generals and anointing to release the secrets, the mysteries, and revelation that have been hid away until now. Captains, generals, 
sergeants, colonels, those who will lead armies to battle. I heard a powerful word by Corey Russell. Corey Russell used to be one of the teachers and the intercessors, lead intercessors at the International House of Prayer. Now he's a part of a ministry called the Upper Room Church in Dallas, Texas, and he's also a traveling minister, but he's a man of prayer. And he says, what we're missing today are the praying prophets, prophets that don't just know how to give a word of knowledge and tell you things about yourself. No, those who know how to pray. That what divides the real prophets from the false prophets. So going back to this, we need to understand. That's why I've been doing a a series on the call to discernment. We need to discern the things that we hear, the things that we're reading, and we need to get back to the word of God to be able to discern what is right and what is wrong. That is why the watchman is so important because the Lord has given them anointing to discern and understand the times that they're living in and to discern the spirits because many do not know the spirits and the things that they're connecting to. Do you know the spirit climate you're in? Do you know when things shift? If you don't, it's because you're not pressing in in prayer. And I keep returning to this, that we have to realize the importance of the watchman, the watchman's role in the end times. These watchmen are not just intercessors. These watchmen are spiritual intel gatherers. They're the ones who organize and establish strategic plans that deliver the prophetic word and prepare the remnant for the last days. They are a preparation ministry for the last days. They sound the alarm. The alarms sound first so God can waken up the sleeping bride of Christ. They're asleep. They need a wake-up call. Not only is the bride asleep, but the leaders are asleep. It is time to awaken. They will establish watch teams to watch and pray day and night, 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days out of the year. Think of them as the colonels and generals of the warring bride. The church needs to wake up and needs to become a warring bride. It's been a sleeping bride. It needs to become a warring bride. God is raising up a bride that knows how to endure combat, that knows how to fight. And what they're going to do is anoint and commission these watchmen, these ministers, anointed voices of revival, because we're not the only one. There are many voices of revival. They're going to raise up and anoint and commission new apostolic and prophetic warriors into the ranks and prepare them for battle. This is a training and equipping time. Pastors, leaders, teachers, fivefold ministers, it's time to start focusing on training and equipping. Training and equipping. Equipping them to be, to know their word. Equipping to know how to pray. Equip them to know how to evangelize. How to have strategic warfare. How to take over. It's kingdom takeover. But we don't know how to take over because we're not teaching them about the kingdom. The message of the kingdom is here and it's time to preach it. The Holy Spirit commissioned me, the VOR, the Voice of Revival, the Voice of Revival Network, to raise up 10,000 messengers. And they're not just messengers that are just going to preach. No, they're not just prophets. 
They're prayer warriors. They're prophetic journalists that report the word of the Lord. They're media messengers that invade the airways with God's truth. They said, Lord, wow, I'm seeing the vision now. This is a kingdom takeover. It will invade the high places, the mountains. I was given a message called Showdown to Prophetic Mountain, where God was raising up praying prophets who are going to expose the false prophets that are stopping the latter rain from falling. Are you hearing what I'm saying? False prophecies, false doctrine is stopping and hindering the latter rain from coming. It is the same thing that was happening in the time of Elijah. But this time we're having a spirit of Elijah. An Elijah company is rising up. The, what is their duty? It is a turning to turn the fathers to the children, the children to the fathers, unless I strike the earth with a curse. What is the curse? A drought. Not only is it a spiritual drought, but a natural drought, and it's coming. Many will be looking for the word of the Lord, and they will not find it. Amos chapter 8, verse 11. And we need those who know how to hear from God and be able to know how to seek the face of God because this is how we're going to know what to do in the days ahead. I have yet to release this, but I have been given a strategy to raise up what is called media messengers. These media messengers will broadcast the word of the Lord. They're going to shut down the powers of the prince of the air. They're going to shut down the powers of the air, the airwaves, the things that control hearts and minds of people is technology. Media, they're going to set up networks and towers transmitting revival and reformation throughout the earth. The gospel of the kingdom, the message of the gospel of the kingdom is going to be transmitted through the airwaves. I saw radio stations, TV studios, movie studios, and a whole new army of journalists prophetic journalists and media messengers that were on the ground, air, and sea reporting what was happening and sending word to the troops. My goodness, I'm telling you, Lord, this is mind-blowing. This is the epic revival I've been talking about. I believe strongly that the Lord has given us a mandate to raise up watchmen, journalists, five-fold ministers that are fully equipped to reach their generation with the technology available. I'm going to bring out that whole series very soon. Probably this month is called Media Messengers, the future of revival, the future of the coming church. That is why I produce this podcast. This podcast is a resource. We're created in a library of resources that you can go back and listen. You can download. You can put it on your phone. You can hear it wherever you go. And it's going to inspire and challenge you and also give you insights, mysteries, secrets, revelation, prophetic things that are to come so you can be ready. We're training and equipping an army of revivalists and reformers to transform the world. That's why we do this podcast. These are training and equipping tools. Soon we're, we're looking for, to do ebooks, uh, paperbacks, hardback books. And writing is a thing that the Lord has given me throughout the years. I mean, it's vast. I can tell you, whatever, all the writings that I've done could cover volumes of books if they were all written out. It's just that I haven't done it. Everything else becomes a priority. And the Lord's saying, you got to get it done. You got to get it done. 
And it's hard to do when you need to write, when you need to produce, when you need to record, you need to do that. That's why we need more media messengers so that we can all work together. How much more can I get done if there was three more of me, three more people involved in this network, helping get it run? I call it a network because it's going to be a network, but it takes someone to build it first. And then we call the team to come together and we're going to work together. I'm believing that there's people that are going to connect to this because they believe in the vision and they have a passion for it. I'm looking to build also another website to host all the content and all the articles and the teachings and the manuals and all the things that are written, the prophetic words too, and the number of videos and audios and soon live broadcasting. I mean, we're going live. You see, when God commissions you to do something, he gives you all of this to do. And he says, okay, but you can't do it alone. You're going to have to put people together. I'm going to call people together. God is going to call people that are going to get involved. And because they want to, they want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. They've been trying to build their own networks, their own ministries by themselves. And they haven't realized the power of networks, the power of synergy, the power of coming together, the power of secession, the power of mentorship, the power of training and equipping power teams. Not only that, with this commissioning that the Lord is calling the VOR to, I saw five-fold ministers, apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and pastors who are surrounded by an army of warriors that will lead the conquest into this spiritual battle. This is the convergence of the revival and the prophetic. Revival represents the evangelistic harvest. Revival represents returning back to the foundations of the word of God. Revival is igniting the church on fire so that we can go and bring a spiritual awakening to the culture, to society. And for the prophetic, the prophetic is the spirit of prophecy. The prophetic is understanding the end times. The prophetic is hearing the word of the Lord and connecting it to scripture and connecting it to the headlines of today because what we're seeing has already been written in the word of God. So in this understanding of this Operation Great Awakening, God has ranks in the spiritual realm as the natural. Angels have ranks. The kingdom of darkness also have ranks. Here's what is happening. What is happening is that many mysteries, secrets, and revelations that have been sealed up are now being unveiled. It's, being, it's called the apocalypse. The apocalypse is the uncovering, the unveiling, the revealing. This is what the book of Revelation is not just about doom and gloom and about end time prophetic events. It is about the revelation of Jesus Christ. So these watchmen are those who are anointed for prophecy, revelation, understanding, wisdom, and discernment. They operate in other gifts, but these they operate very strongly in. They receive marching orders in the place of prayer. They receive marching orders in the place of prayer. The God of angel armies is leading them. 
Psalms 89, verse 8. Psalms 89, verse 8. He says, O Lord, God of hosts, who is mighty as you are, O Lord, with your faithfulness all around you. You rule the raging of the sea, and when its waves rise, you steal them. You crush Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours, the world and all that is in it. You have founded them. The north, the south, you have created them. Tabor and Hermon, joyously praise your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand. High your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. This is the God of angel armies. He is the one who's given the strategies in the war room. Remember, we talked about the war room. The angels are being sent out to work with God's people, looking for those who are armed up, armed and dangerous, who have put on their Ephesians 6, put on the full armor of God so that you can stand again in the evil day to stand against the wiles of the devil, the schemes, the tricks of the enemy but they know how to weld the sword of the Spirit. They know how to weld the sword of the Spirit. They know how to use it effectively. It's all about war. Joel chapter 3. Joel chapter 3, verse 9. It says, Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for war. Wake up the mighty men. My friends, this is a wake-up call. We're not just calling the men that are going to wake up. It is the men who are going to be a big part of leading this. But we're also going to see mighty women rise up who are fighting for their families. In what? In prayer and intercession and in action. They're being called to action. Okay, so these end-time watchmen have a responsibility that requires more than them. It takes a team power teams, groups to equip and train. I believe strongly that this will be the duty of the families as the fathers, the sons, the mothers, the daughters, and even the grandparents lock arms together and fight as united force. How are they going to fight? In prayer. All of us are called to watch and pray. We're going to have a prophetic troop and a prayer troop. We're going to have those who are prophetic they're seeing what's happening, they're watching what's happening, and those who are praying. They report to the prayer people, they report to the intercessors, the intercessors go to prayer, the Lord reveals what's happening. There, we know what's what the Lord is doing. And then we move. Many times we're not knowing what to do because we're not working together. This is going to have to change. This is called Operation Great Awakening. Operation Great Awakening. We're going to come back with the next part here because this is, like I told you, this is beginning to unveil more and more. And it's going to strategically come together as the Lord begins to continue to keep giving revelation about this. So the important thing is we're going to have to be people of prayer. We don't think of prayer as being something that big. We don't teach on it. We don't equip people on it. 
we think that they all know how to pray, but the reality is people don't. They need to be taught. When disciples came to Jesus, they didn't say, teach us to preach, teach us, teach us how to cast out devils. No. What was it that got their attention? His prayer life, how he prayed, the authority he had when he prayed. So they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Lord, teach us how to pray. Let's close there. Because we can talk all about all this big stuff, but the reality is it's all about humility. It's all about laying prostrate before the Lord. It's all about getting on our knees and repenting. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Then I will forgive their sin. Then I will heal their land. Wow. We got to turn. We got to repent. We have to ask forgiveness. We need to come together. We have to, we need to bring healing to the great divide amongst each other. And it starts with the families. This offense in families, it has to end. God is going to bring his families together. Prodigal sons, prodigal daughters, God is calling you home. Mothers and fathers, you're going to have to spend that time with your kids and know what's going on. They're just waiting for your quality time. They're just waiting for you to spend time with them. We're going to see great family revival. Before we can get this thing going, we need the families to unite. There is a great awakening of generations. After we talk about this, I'm going to come back talking about the great awakening of generations. It's a message I've been preaching for. Woo, wow. Even before I started the VOR, it's been a message that the Lord put on my heart years and years ago. The first thing that we'll see before the, the great awakening is a great children's revival. And how does that happen? When the fathers turn to the children and the children turn to the fathers. It is the spirit of Elijah, the, the, the Malachi mandate, starting. And it is going to ignite fathers crying out for their children and the children crying out to the fathers. It's time to weep and cry and fight for this generation. You're going to hear the cries of the children. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for Operation Great Awakening. I thank you that you continue to keep unveiling and revealing more and more of what this is going to look like. Father, help us to put this plan together quickly so that, Lord, that we can begin to implement it and put it to work. Because, Lord, you said you're coming soon. We don't know what day, what hour, but you said we would know the season. And it has to do with your feast, Lord. Lord, help us to have a great understanding and wisdom and revelation of the last days. Many have been looking at the last days with the wrong lenses. They're blurry glasses, and we need to get some clarity. We won't have peace. We won't have hope. We won't have confidence if we're living in fear and anxiety, worry and stress. But Lord, you're the one who brings peace. I speak peace right now to those who may be going through turmoil, who may be going through hard times. I speak the peace of God that passes all understanding to cover them. In the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we pray. 
And if you don't know the Lord as your Lord and Savior, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, give your life to him today. Say, Jesus, come into my life. Change me. Wash me. I repent of my sins. I turn to you. I believe that you died and rose again. And Lord, that you sit on the right hand of the Father. Now fill me with your Holy Spirit so I can be a bold witness for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, man. If you said that prayer, you're now a part of the family of God. Get ready because you're going to be joining the ranks soon. <laughs> we love you. We bless you. Can continue to keep hearing us on the VOR.net. Also, ICYB Radio every Thursday, 10 a.m. and 8 p.m., 1 p.m. on Sundays. And get connected to the VOR YouTube channel. And we just released a video called A Call to Prayer, where I call prayer warriors, intercessors, and spiritual leaders to join together in prayer for Israel, for the church, and for the end times. God bless you. We'll see you again on our next program. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.